Hey look, we know that it can be challenging to attract, retain, and even increase streaming viewership, especially when there is so much competition for online attention. Well, we've got some tips to improve your streaming church's online viewership next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, starring Michael Grace, Steve Lacey, (laughs) and Phil Thompson. Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> I, I changed up my intro and everybody froze. I love out. it. It's yeah. great. I almost called Steve Lacey Steve Young, the quarterback. Steve Young, yeah. yeah he's that lefty that. quarterback that uh, played for some team. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, uh, welcome, folks. Thank you so much, everybody, uh, for uh, being with us. This is uh, episode number 383. And uh, we are a company that does streaming video and a lot of other things because uh, we've been serving churches exclusively for over 20 years now and we talk a lot about a lot of different topics uh, not just tech stuff but other things wow. uh, today we're going to talk about streaming video though so and yeah and and uh and how to keep your dog from barking on the podcast uh but we was that your dog or was that somebody else sorry but um <laughs> no that was my wife but uh, oh. thanks for asking uh, all right, never mind. It sounded like a dog barking. Was that, I'm sorry. I really apologize. Somebody I she answered the phone. I didn't Hello? mean to imply. Hello. <laughs> I didn't mean. You're your wife's a very sure. attractive lady. I didn't mean to we imply that she from was the room. Like, all right, all right. So we're off to a great start here. So uh, a couple of things to tell you about before we we're going to talk about ways that you can keep and uh, increase your online viewers for streaming video. This is an interesting topic. Uh, before we do that, I want to remind people that we do lots of things. And one of those this year has been webinars, generally around 30 minutes long. They're free webinars. We do them every month about different topics designed to really help you uh, as a church leader, as a church volunteer. Uh, today is May 16th. And so you probably won't hear this podcast, but we're actually doing a, a, a podcast or a webinar uh, coming up a little bit later today, live with uh, a guy from vMix, Heath Barker, and we're going to talk about software encoders and uh, not just vMix, but other encoders and kind of the pros and cons. And so if you want to hear that, uh, you probably won't get to it in time here, but you can always go to streamingchurch.tv slash webinar and you can see our past webinars and uh you know sign up for new ones that will be coming up as well right yeah or you can sign up for the new one sign up for the the new one they're listening to this one up where we covered uh software encoders we're going to cover hardware encoders next time so why choose a hardware encoder for your ministry absolutely and that's and so people can sign up by going to webinar.streamingchurch.tv i got it right didn't i that's it you did Hey, there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, actually did something right today. All right, so guys, uh, let's move on here. So, uh, if you want to go to our blog, we, we've got some notes here: blog.streamingchurch.tv, and you can read along here. Although Steve read the blog, didn't like it, and added a bunch of things in the notes today. Uh, and so uh, we're, we'll we'll bring some extra stuff in I today. Did not. 
Yeah. We'll need to update the blog. Um, the only what? We'll need to update the blog. I read the uh, oh, you updated read the notes the for this. All right. Yeah. So it wasn't good enough for him. But, uh, you know, uh, maybe we'll get something out of the stuff that he added today. I'm being facetious here. I am kidding, Steve, kind of. Uh, I'm not that passive aggressive. Or am I? All right. So what are we going to talk about? We're talking about ways to keep and increase your online viewers. So let's just jump into this. Uh, we know the pandemic is, I guess, officially over. Although there are some people that are concerned about meeting in public and meeting different places. But uh, it's, it's good to always... Take what you've got and if you're doing streaming video and, and develop it and make it better. So let's just jump into it. Let's talk about the first point. Mr. Lacey. Uh, invest in quality equipment is the number one point. Invest um, in quality equipment. Don't sound so enthusiastic about it. <laughs> you should yes. say invest in quality <laughs> equipment. Yes. What do you mean by that? You mean I should get a different uh, camera? You mean I should get a better computer? Well, I think you're, the the product you put forward should be good, and uh, people should have a you know uh, not complain about the quality of your the experience online. And so, a part of that is getting decent equipment to uh, you know a decent camera, different decent sound system, so that you're not struggling with um, lower quality issues because uh, people will abandon and not come back if they run into, if they felt like it wasn't a good experience. Well, and yes, uh, I'll jump in here before Mike says something, but uh, it's also on the other end too. If you're volunteers or even people that you're paying to help you do streaming video, uh, if you have really cheap equipment or equipment that's not very good, uh, it's very frustrating for the for the person that's using it too. <laughs> And, and that can cause other problems. And so it's a win-win situation when you can uh, get the best equipment that your budget allows. Michael, any input on this? Yeah, I, I go to the real power of a great presentation is that your people who attend your church uh, like it enough that they're willing to share it with somebody else. If you have a pretty janky presentation <laughs> and a lot of issues, the people that attend your church are going, hey, I'm not going to share that with my friends. That's embarrassing to me, and I don't want to be embarrassed by you know what's being presented on the live stream. Now, it doesn't have to be you know million-dollar production quality. You can do single camera, super simple, uh, even a fixed camera on a presentation and have a really great streaming experience by keeping it simple and raising quality where you can. Uh, but you got to build trust, get people to really, really be willing to say, hey, I'm going to invite my friends and family and my loved ones. That's a very good point. Nothing more frustrating than uh, just bad quality video, bad audio, <laughs> uh, you know, very frustrating. And uh, nobody wants to share something like that, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, good point. All right, shall we move on? So we definitely want to invest in quality equipment. And, you know, I'll just say this. I say this all the time. You know, start with what you got. But, you know, have goals in mind to 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 better, better, make it better. <laughs> <Keep talking laughs> More betterer. 
more make it more better uh, as time goes on. I, I always say, you know, there's some somebody said this sometime. Despise not small beginnings, and so you know you could yeah. start where you're at, but uh, yeah. you can you can look forward to, to moving up. So I would start. I wouldn't wait to get the the best greatest thing in the world, but you could at least start and then work your way up as God blesses. All right, let's move on here to number two in our in our little uh, little podcast here. Choose a user friendly platform choose a user-friendly platform what do we mean by that i think this ties right into exactly what we were saying before is that you just want to have a good experience so you want to have some of the things that mike talked about as well you want a choose an an easy an easy experience a user-friendly experience for those that are viewing online you don't want to have to you want to make sure as we also recommend that you can find that live stream button on your church website. So most of the time you're sending somebody, you know, go to, you know, my church XYZ and click on the live stream. And if they can't find the live stream on the website or when they get to the live stream, they don't understand how it works or what to do, then you're going to have some problems. Yep. If your grandma can't do it, it's not easy enough. That, yes. That's got to be the measure. If if, gra- if grandma can't go to a page and click it and watch your stream, then it's not simple enough for everyone that's going to come to the platform. Yeah. And I would add, too, that uh, the things that you have on your platform, and, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about from our point of view here because we do have a – streamingchurch.tv video chat platform that enables people, uh, admins and church people to put links on there to give online. You can easily, you know, donate online. You can easily post a prayer request in private. Uh, You can, there's other ways that other things you can do to customize it so that it's a great experience for people that are watching it and enhances what they're, what they're trying to do. Uh, Bible verses, notes, those kind of things. Uh, that to me makes a, a really good user-friendly platform that, that is not just video. Look, I understand people just want video, but, but, you know, you want something that's interactive too, because people are looking to connect and have relationship, even though they're online. So I would certainly emphasize that. Um, what are the points we want to bring up before we move on here when it comes to a, a platform? Um, anything else we want to say or elaborate on this important uh, thing? Keep keep it possible. I mean, beyond that, keep it what? Keep it what? I didn't hear you. Keep it as simple as possible. Okay. Yeah. Kiss. K I S S. Right. Is that what that means? All right. Okay. Let's move on here, since uh, I can see the anxiety in Steve's face. Uh, let's talk about. I'm wanting to get to the good part. I'm, I'm pick, by the way, since we're talking about platform here, so do we want to talk about AI or or just well, I think on? that's and I got a couple of bullet points ahead. We'll talk about. The oh, okay, AI. all right. Mike Shigan is oh. all right. All right, so we'll get to that later, folks. Well, that's that's to stay tuned. All right, so let's talk about. You want to choose a user friendly platform? Let's talk about promoting your stream. That's another way to enhance and keep your viewers promoting your stream. How do you do that? So I think number one is people that are leading the service is 
they're engaging or they're addressing the online audience. So that's the number one thing is to promote your stream. I think because people that are in church, they'll go, oh yeah, we're streaming this thing. If you And then if you have several references from the pastor talking to the online audience or the worship leader talking to the online audience, it just reinforces with those in the building that they do online streaming. And then promoting your stream beyond that is, you know, the normal things you promote everything within your church, right? Go through social media, your newsletters, your announcements, your whatever. Yeah, I, I think most churches are very much like uh, some old married gentleman, and and they like to say, "Hey, I told her, uh, I told her when we got married that I love her, and if I change my mind, I'll let her know." So, <laughs> so we kind of say as a church, "Hey, we launched that church online thing." And we told everybody about it uh, one weekend. And that's a launch. Uh, that's not how humans work. If you're not saying once every couple of weeks, one, once a month, hey, uh, the easiest way to invite your friends and loved ones to church is church online. Because they don't even have to get out of the house or put clothes on. Uh, they can watch church online. And it's a simple, easy invite. And you just got to continue to hit that thing. If your ears aren't bleeding from somebody saying something about inviting to church online, you're not doing it enough. Yeah. I think it needs to be within the staff of the church, a central kind of thing, not just a thing that's kind of hanging out on the side that we do. But I think it's got to be, you know, kind of a central thing so that in discussions, people are talking about, well, how would that affect the online stream? Or, you know, as they promote stuff, it's all and we have our online stream. It just needs to be second nature that, you know, this is a, a focus of the church in everything they do. Yeah, I was uh, when, when I was in radio. I'm sorry. When I was in radio, you know, we would we would play music and we would play the same song. Some you know usually multiple times a day, if, if depending mm-hmm. on the format I was in, and by the time we got sick of hearing the song as disc jockeys, is about the time people are like, hey, I like that song. What was that song again? You know, well, I've only been playing it five <laughs> times a day the yeah. last six You're weeks. Like, How did you, know? you not hear that by now? You know, yeah. And uh, same with the commercials. You know, you you know you probably wonder, you know, TV or radio, whatever. Why why do I keep hearing this? You know, I'm Bob Window or whatever his name is, and Windows and all these commercials for Windows, Windows, Windows. And it's like, well, by the time you get sick of it as a programmer, that's about the time people that are watching the TV and seeing the commercials go, yeah, you know, we really could. After two or three months of this, we probably should upgrade our windows here in our house, you know. And so that's kind of the, what we're getting at here. I would I would talk about it every Sunday, at least mention it every Sunday. Uh, from from the pulpit, as well as, uh, as we just said, as my, Steve just said, you know, everything that you print, every material that you have, uh, you should say something about church online, uh, streaming video and all that stuff. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's move on here, shall we? So we beat that thing. So uh, engage your audience. Yeah, you kind of alluded to this earlier with the pastor mentioning uh, to people uh you know, mentioning to the online, he was, he, so what you were saying here, I'm having a terrible day today because you haven't noticed. Uh, so the pastor, not only addressing his people in the church, but also addressing the online audience. That's, yeah. and you alluded to that earlier, Steve. So that's part of the yeah. engaging the audience. What's the other part? 
Well, there's, I mean, as far as the, the church engaging the audience, that's one way. The other way is those that are attending online, you need to engage with those that are attending online. So that's primarily the number one tool for that is your chat room. So you want to have a web host that would is welcoming people and saying, hey, Mary, good to see you. Glad to, glad you're back. And how's the baby or what, you know, whatever it may be, just like you do at church with when people show up at church, you, the, the paid staff or even and the people in the congregation will engage with each other. So setting up an environment with very engaging online in the chat room and having a very active web host to engage with people is a key element. Yeah, absolutely. Any other ways that we can engage with people online? Well, we can talk about our AI thing here, right? As we just introduced a new feature that uh, leverages the ChatGPT uh, OpenAI architecture We've got an AI web host that you can employ for your web for your for your church if you're streaming with streamingchurch.tv. Should we do a podcast completely on this sometime in the future, or should do we? Yeah, oh, like we, we, yes, we, we should probably. Yeah, we probably should. So we we spark people's attention with that comment, uh, AI in the chat. So uh, I guess if anybody wants to know more about that, uh, you could just reach out to us at streamingchurch.tv. We'd be happy to explain it to you. And, uh, uh, but you can, yeah. it's, it's on our, we, anybody that has an account with us that does streaming theater, you have access to it. Uh, yeah. We haven't to... marketed it yet. So yeah. that will be coming. So there's nothing on the website. There's just a minor yeah. checkbox in the, on your admin panel yeah. under your chat options. So, yeah. Nice. So, all right. Okay. So, um, Engage your audience, engage them, and, and, you know, offer prayer for these people, getting back to the chat and engaging people, mm -hmm. offer prayer to them, uh, give them opportunities to talk, uh, lots of opportunities to engage, right, Michael? Yep, absolutely. Asking questions, yeah. uh, trying to draw engagement. Um, I used to always begin and then repeatedly through the service say, hey, church online is different. This is where it's okay to talk in church. And so if you have a question or, or the pastor says something that sparks a thought, let's talk about it. Let's let's uh, engage in uh, chat, prayer, whatever it may be in the process of being in church online. Yeah. And there's there's ways that a good web host, a trained web host sets up open ended questions for the for the people they're engaging with. It's more than just a yes or no answer kind of thing there. They're very talented at drawing out um, responses from people that gets people talking, which gets more people talking. So, yeah, yeah, a good small group leader can do that as well. Just incorporate those those skills and talents to that. You know, ask questions that, uh, that will you know get people involved. So, yeah, very good. All right, so let's go on to the next point here as we talk about uh, enhancing and keeping our viewers online. Follow up with your visitors, follow up with your online visitors. Uh, are there any tricks to doing this? I think just like the people that take the time to show up in your church and they fill out a connection card and you, or whatever you may call it, you know, churches will follow up with people, first time visitors, well, could I maybe give them a special gift, whatever that sort of thing is. We need to treat this online audience in the same manner. So keep track of 
who's showing up and who's showing up for the first time and have special things for the first time guests have some uh, ability to follow up with those that are, you know, and know who's coming back. And then especially for those that don't, that come and don't return, that's a key thing. And again, you know, shameless self-plug, we have our automated follow-up system with our online platform that will do that follow-up for you. Um, it allows you to draft what you want to say to each person that in each scenario, whether they're the first time or they're a second timer or they came and never came back, um, you can, it will send them an email saying, hey, thanks for being with us. We're glad you came back. Absolutely. Whatever it may be. So then they're like, oh, wow. I, I wasn't just hiding in the shadows of that online service. You know, I was, I, 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 I was recognized and, and people did care that I was there and people do care that I do come back. Yeah, absolutely. All right, good. Optimize your services for online experiences. That's our next point. Optimize. Uh, this is something you stuck in here, right? Did you stick this in here? It is. And there's, there's, I want to mention <laughs> there's three books out there that people have spent, have recently published that is all around this whole topic. Um, one is the Nona Jones, the uh, moving from social media to social ministry. She has some ideas in there and, and recommendations for church. There's Jason Moore's Both And, which says, should we do be doing both um, live in-person services and online? And he says, yep, we should do both and. And then Meta Church from, who wrote Meta Church? Is Mike a no? I'm blanking. I'm blanking too. Yep. I read yep. it. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't I remember that. that. Uh, yeah. uh, so yeah. they, all three of these books, they share some um, tenets in all three of them. Um, that one of them is optimizing your service for an online experience. And they, they point out that the attention span and the distractions for those attending online is very limited and they have lots of distractions. It's very, and it's very easy to get up and walk away from the stream where it's really tough to walk out in the middle of, you know, pastor's second point in service. It's you're, it's, you're more, you're trapped a little bit, but online you've got a, uh, a very different audience. And so you should shorten your experience or set your experience. So it's optimized for those online guys. So in all three of these books, they talk about attention. The, the sweet spot is around 30 minutes mm. and wow. optimizing your online experience to be 30 minutes. And Jason Moore and um, Nona Jones, I know both have some tips and tricks. Uh, with Jason Moore's book, he gives you three different options for, for approaching that. Either start your broadcast midway through your service or pre-record or post publish, you know, after you do your services. Yeah. But the idea is to create something that's optimal for that online experience for people. And it's typically, you know, the shorter version of the service. And they said, uh, they talk about the worship experience being different in person versus online. And typically what ends up on the cutting room floor is some of your worship set. So, cause it's not, is people aren't raising their hands and, and worshiping like as they do at home as they would in church. So, 
That's and then it's controversial. Though, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, about the uh, oh, making these switches. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, for, for for, yeah, if I'm at a church and we're running hour and a half services to the thought of 30 minute services, pretty far uh, from where we're at. Yeah, it is. I, I think, I think, I foresee churches taking their advice and succeeding with this, and I'm sure it's already going, you know, in in place. So, and the other thing that I want to mention along this optimize your services for the online experience is set your services to times when people can attend easily. So, again, shameless plug in our world, you can set up a simulated live service if Tuesday evenings, the you know, when most people are free to do church online. Set up a Tuesday evening service. Yep. And you know, we, oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it just popped to mind. I, I, I think you might remember this. Uh, we discussed, it's been years ago uh, with our uh, Stephen, uh, my pastor. We talked about doing an after, after the late service, a service called Just the Talk. And uh, it was going to be, 30 minutes and announcements and the pastor just starts delivering the sermon. So it was going to be, and this is for a live audience. It was just an idea that we really wrestled with for a while, but in an online environment, um, why not uh, in a simulated live tool, like uh, Steve was mentioning where you can clip it down to what you want it to be and play it, uh, like a live service and experience a live service that's 30 minutes or less, try it out, see what happens. Yeah, it's easy to do. There's very little restrictions. Uh, other than change. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the hardest thing for people to do is change. Yeah, I think that, you know, one of the key points is people don't, the, the the mindset right now is we're having church service and there's a camera there and it's recording it. Whereas um, if you look at a football game, you know, the focus of a football game, people in the stadium is, yeah, I'm out there and I'm watching the, I'm uh, watching the game and there's, there's cameras here and I see them. And, but you know, the, the central experience is there in person, but the broadcasters have completely optimized that football game for the online experience. So you do things mm-hmm. a little differently. Yep. I mean, you don't, you don't have, you know, uh, two minutes of downtime while they're carting somebody off the field or something. You have something <laughs> for the online audience that's going to keep them engaged and, and bought yep. in. So you can do the yeah, same I, thing with your uh, church service too. If you think about it. Yep. Challenge your challenge your staff, get together and watch the recording of your online service regularly. And, Get in a room all together, watch it together as a team, and see if you notice some things that that would maybe could be improved. Where you're optimizing, uh, I've seen people do lower thirds uh, for for the slides uh, in Church Online, and it's so small that I can't read it. And I'm I'm like, wow, I don't. I wonder if anybody ever actually watches this to see what they're putting out there for people. Yeah. All right. Or identify those moments when they're, their online audience just went to the fridge to get a drink because this thing was yeah. 
because nothing was going on. You know, we were shuffling <laughs> musicians off the stage and, you know, just some down moment. All right. Yep. You guys were running out of time here. Oh, uh, no. So I know, right? Ooh. Uh, so, so take it here. Where, where are we going next? I mean, we got two or three more points here. How, how, where do you want to go with this? Well, I think we kind of hit on the next one about providing quality content. Yeah. We talked about that, I think, in a couple of the points that we've done so far. Okay. All right. Yeah. And the next one after that's kind of related. I'd let's jump down that's to analyze your data. Yep. Yeah, that would be a good one. That's that's an important one as well. Uh, analyze your your data. Analyze your data. But what do you mean analyze it? Tell me what I need to do to make that happen. Well, I think this ties into what I was talking about earlier. Is looking to see. I mean the the. The broadcast industry has been has this down to a, an art. You know, they have a whole company, Nielsen, that goes out and tries to figure out what people are watching, what they're walking away from, that sort of thing. So you can look at the data that you have for your people online, find out how long people average online attendance. How long do they attend online? You know, do, do people st sit through the whole service? Do you have 95% of people sit through the whole service or is it? something you know less than that um where are people coming from um you know yeah. and there's 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 a bunch of data that's available online that if you studied a little bit you could look at that and say hi we need to improve this piece you know or our chat died right at this 20 minute mark into our service you know everything just went quiet and we had nobody talking for 10 minutes in the chat room and you find out what was going on in the service when that thing either was really compelling or, or it wasn't, you know, we lost some people through there. So, you know, you have chat logs, you have attendance logs, you have a bunch of metrics that are available with your streaming platform. That's going to show up some things that if you study it for a little bit, I think some nuggets will come out and you'll be able to tune your online services better. Yeah. And optimizing for the device that people are most using to watch your service is one of the biggest opportunities, I think, for everyone. Right. Uh, you may be, you know, streaming in Super HD and 80% of your audience is on an iPad or an iPhone and you're totally missing it. Uh, they're, they're not watching on an 80-inch television that that, Super HD <laughs> is made for, they're on a phone. And so you're, you're probably making it difficult for them to watch and it's definitely not optimized for them to watch. Um, I think yeah. that's just so many tools and data that will help you make a better experience for Church Online. And uh, we, we I, I, hopefully other providers do this, but we obviously provide that information for people, you know, devices that they're watching on and all that stuff. So yeah, analyze the data. So I think as we wrap this up, the bottom line is this, the, the time and the energy that you put into this, you will get, you will reap the benefits. But if you don't put really any energy into it, if you don't put an investment of some time and some money, uh, you're not, you're going to lose people. You're not going to really have, you're just going to have a mediocre online experience for people. And in today's competition, and I'll use the word competition because there's just so many different things out there that people could watch and do. So uh, my, my closing point would be, you know, be willing to put some time 
and, and invest some energy into this and some of these things that we've talked about. Because really the bottom line is you want to reach people. You want to reach people for God. You want to help them connect with God and with each other. And that's where it's at today online. It's it's there. This is 2023, last time I looked. And, uh, you know, well, I mean, it seems like only a couple months ago it was 2022. Time is moving fast. But the, my point is tech. <laughs> tech is out there. And Jesus went to where his people were. Uh, the apostles went to where the people were. And people are online today. And so uh, what you put into this, you'll get out of it. And churches don't recognize this is the on-ramp to the church. I mean, Mike was talking about it earlier. This is where people are discovering you. This is where your new people are coming from. They'll attend online for a while before they'll come in person. So if you don't prioritize it, it's kind of like, yeah, we're turning off the, we're blocking the road to our church. You know, there's no longer any traffic that is going to come to our church because we, we didn't, we did this poorly or we didn't emphasize it enough. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Good deal, guys. All right. Thanks for putting up with my shenanigans. We're out of time here. Uh, hey, look, uh, look at our blog. We've got stuff like this and other things. Just go to blog.streamingchurch.tv. Can, can, do we have it so people could subscribe to the blog now? Do we know that? Did we ever fix that? <laughs> we don't know. Well, everybody's typically, silent. yeah. Typically, you don't subscribe to blogs. You subscribe to podcasts, but uh, you visit blogs. So you don't get notifications. Used, didn't didn't we used to have a thing thing? All right. Never mind. I'm back in 1998 or something. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So uh, so subscribe to our podcast, Church Solutions go. Podcast, and visit our blog whenever you think about it. Uh, and and really, we do this. I'm being goofy here again, but we, we do this to help you and, and to make things. Now that was your dog. That was not your wife, Mike. Right? You muted yourself. Yeah. Now we can't hear you. Yeah. It really was my dog that time. Right. Okay, good. I'm glad. And so I insulted your dog now as well. All right, look, thanks folks for watching and listening, depending on what platform you're looking at this on. We really do appreciate it. And uh, we hope that you get something out of these podcasts. And uh, thank you for Michael and Steve's input today. I'm Phil Thompson. And thank you again for watching or listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. Stay tuned for another episode. Please take care of yourselves and each other. We'll catch you again next time the Church Solutions Podcast.